150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 34 of The Fifth Seal. I am your host, The Evangelical Norm. The Fifth Seal is a podcast I do where I count down throughout the year a couple of times a month. I go through the Open Doors USA's World Watch List, which is a a listing of the worst countries uh, for Christian persecution around the world. So from January till the end of October, we count down from 50 to 30. And then in November, being Persecuted Church Awareness Month, designated by me about nine years ago, uh, we count down number 30 to number one, and we do every day of the month through the month of November. Uh, just bringing awareness to different situations of persecution around the world and then prayer points and information about each one of those countries as we count down, which is why you'll notice that the episode numbers for this particular podcast go backwards. Uh, We count from 50 to 1 and we count those down. So uh, we also have a Facebook page where most of these stories get uh, shared as well. So there are a couple of places you can join in to be part of this. You can either request to be added to the fifth seal on Facebook. Facebook. You can look that up, uh, the fifth seal, or right here on the Evangelical Norm YouTube channel. Uh, You can subscribe and uh, hit the notification bell and get all the different podcasts that I do here on the Evangelical Norm. So with that, let's go ahead and jump in and we'll talk about a couple of stories. One out of India. Excuse me. In July, International Christian Concern recorded six attacks on Christians in just one state in India. The attacks recorded included beatings, threats, vandalism, and the disruption of worship services. This swell of violence and intolerance has many Christians living in India's Telangana state concerned for both their safety and their ability to practice their Christian faith openly. Quote, we have been living in fear and terror for nearly two weeks now, unquote. K. Sandeep, a 21-year-old Christian and survivor of a recent attack, told ICC. In late July, Sandeep and his family were brutally attacked by Hindu radicals because of Sandeep's involvement in the conversion of K. Narender, an upper caste Hindu. Quote, I was told by Narender's brother that he would kill me for converting his brother. The next day, the villagers took me and my family to the village court and beat us. They beat my mother, sister, and brother for influencing Narender into becoming a Christian, unquote, Sandeep told ICC. As an active member of the New Life Blessing Gospel Church in Siriampur village, located approximately 160 miles north of Hyderabad, Sandeep accompanied his pastor on church outreach programs. Six months ago, during one of these programs, Sandeep shared the gospel, gospel with Narender, who was immediately convicted and decided to give his life to Christ. Since then, Narender has been attending worship at New Life Blessing Gospel Church. 
While speaking with ICC, Sandeep explained that when he committed his life to God, he was ready to face anything for Jesus. He even anticipated hardship. hardship. However, this recent attack has made him extremely fearful for his family. He explained that he hated to draw his family into this painful experience. In the same district of Telangana, a church building that was under construction was demolished by radical Hindu nationalists. Pastor Suryam of Fellowship of Indigenous Gospel Churches reported the incident to ICC. Quote, the demolition was carried out during the night deliberately to wipe out the evidence. One day prior, Kanda Naresh, who claims to be a leading member of the BJP party, threatened the believers at the construction site, saying that he will demolish the structure. We have been running the worship service here for the last 16 years. We occasionally receive threats, but at this time they told us directly to our faces. There has been an increase in the aggressive nature of attacks. We attribute this to BJP's victory in the recent elections. Since the demolition, the attendance at worship service on Sunday has significantly reduced. I took the issue to the police station, but was denied justice at every office. I have more... I have nothing more to do except to go to God in prayer, unquote, said Pastor Suryam. Another pastor, Pastor Israel, from the Mahabubabad district in Telangana State, told ICC, quote, My church was literally choked with trouble from all angles, unquote. He continued, quote, We couldn't hold a service for the last four Sundays because radicals would disrupt the worship on Sundays. They threatened us by saying that if we continued to meet for worship, they would beat us, unquote. As a result of these and other reported incidents, the Christian community in Telangana has been shaken. Unfortunately, the fear that has gripped Telangana's Christians is not unique in India. Since the BJP declared victory in India's national elections earlier this year, attacks on religious minorities, including Christians, have increased nationwide. Many of India's Christians now fear for the future of their community as radical nationalists continue to push their extreme ideology of India as an exclusively Hindu nation. So again, I know we, we tend to hear stories about Hindu and we, we think of Hindus as being just peaceful people, but we can see that um, in these areas in India, these radical Hindus are just as violent and just as um, fearsome as uh Islamic uh, groups is, uh, that we see in other parts of the world. So continue to pray for our brothers and sisters in India. And again, continue to pray for our brothers and sisters in Nigeria. The attacks and, and issues have been happening in Nigeria have been going on since about February of this year, and they just continue to go on. This is also from International Christian Concern. On July 12, 2019, in the Maleli village of Nigeria's Lamu County, Benson, Lamu County, Benson Carissa Shida, a Christian crop farmer, was attacked by the nomadic Orma herders who are, predominant, who are a predominantly Muslim sect. Before the attack, he got into a squabble with the herders because their cattle fed on his maize crops. Benson tried to vacate the group and their cattle. However, he was outnumbered as there were approximately 50 herdsmen with numerous cattle. They refused to leave. They beat Benson and allowed their cattle to eat all the maize crops Benson was anticipating to harvest in the next two months. In addition to losing his land, Benson sustained, sustained head injuries from the attack. 
While speaking to International Christian Concern, he said, quote, I was the only one on the farm during the incident, and that's why they took advantage of destroying my crops. I wondered why they left other areas with grass to bring their cattle to the maize plantations in the village. Lately, we have been having constant conflicts with them, especially since they are Muslim nomadic herdsmen and we are Christian farmers engaged in crop production, unquote. Herder-farmer conflicts are now the new form of Christian persecution in Lamu. These conflicts are beginning to manifest only two years after Al-Shabaab militants took refuge in the Boni Forest and killed over 15 Christian farmers who settled in the fertile belt along the dense and rainy forest. The 2017 Al-Shabaab attacks led to the displacement of numerous villagers. Benson and his family were among the group of more than 200 families that were internally displaced and resettled in the Katsaka Cairo settlement scheme. So again, just continuing to see issues going on in Nigeria as well. Um, and again, I believe the I believe the death toll in the attacks uh, between Boko Haram, Al Shabaab, Fulani militants, and now these Orma herdsmen is well over 500 people, Christians, who have been murdered um, over the what appear to be land disputes, but ultimately come down to the fact that they are Christian farmers. We don't see the same um, disputes uh, among the Fulani militants, the Orma herdsmen, and the Muslim farmers. It's strictly the Christian farmers that they are attacking and displacing. So continue to pray for our brothers and sisters in Nigeria. And that brings us to our World Watch List country for this week. Number 34, Kazakhstan. A few facts about Kazakhstan. It is located in Central Asia. The persecution type is dictatorial paranoia. The persecution level is very high. Population of Kazakhstan is about 18,404,000, of which about 4.5 million of those are Christian. So 20 to 25%. Main religion there is Islam. The government is a presidential republic. And the leader is President Nur Sultan Abushuli Nazarbayev. Um, in Kazakhstan, there are two main drivers of Christian persecution. One is the state, and the other is Muslim culture. The government is constantly working to maintain and increase its control over society using surveillance, raids, and detentions. Christians are under nearly constant surveillance, and the threat of militant Islam is used as an excuse to restrict freedoms, resulting in worsening conditions for the Christian minority. Religious freedom is already restricted by legislation, dating from September 2011, and the Kazakhs Kazakhstan government is constantly working on increasing its control over the entire society, which means more surveillance, raids on meetings and arrests, and the government again uses the threat of militant Islam to restrict areas of freedom. Russian Orthodox churches experience the least problems with the government since they do not usually make contact with the Kazakh population. Indigenous Christians with a Muslim background bear the brunt of the persecution both at the hands of the state and from their family, family, friends, and community. Some converts are locked up by their families for long periods, beaten, and may eventually be expelled from their communities. The local mullahs also preach against them. 
some prayer points and ways that we can pray for those people, uh, our brothers and sisters in Kazakhstan. Pray for Kazakh believers and for church leaders, especially those pastors who lead secret churches and believers who converted from Islam. Pray for their security amid increasing restrictions and government control. Pray for Christians who are beaten and imprisoned for leaving Islam and turning to Christ. Pray for government authorities who seek to suppress or eradicate Christianity. Ask God to reach them with the truth for the gospel, the truth of the gospel, and pray for radical change in the legislation that tightly restricts religious freedoms. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. Um, we thank you for this medium, this uh, the for providing us this uh, way to come together and lift up our brothers and sisters, Lord. We we praise you for the internet. Um, that you've given us uh, an outlet that we can reach across oceans and miles and miles. Um, brothers and sisters from around the world coming to lift up our brothers and sisters who are being persecuted because of their faith in you. So Lord, today we lift up our brothers and sisters in Telangana State uh, in India. Lord, we pray that you would uh, protect them from the increased uh, attacks uh, from radical Hindus and from the BJT, BJP party there, Lord. We pray that you would increase their ability to worship you openly. God, and I pray that you would continue to give them boldness, that they would, even in the face of persecution, that they would stand firm on their faith and continue to publicly proclaim your gospel, that you would use that to draw others to yourself. We pray that the same thing for our brothers and sisters in Nigeria, Lord, as they have been um, brutally beaten and murdered by members of, of Boko Haram and the Fulani militants and these Orma herdsmen and Al-Shabaab. Lord, all these areas where persecution is coming against them, we pray again for boldness in, in, the, in the word and proclaiming your gospel, Lord, that you would use that to draw the, their enemies to you and that those, uh, those who would be enemies would be converted to brothers um, through the power of your Holy Spirit, Lord. We lift up our brothers and sisters in Kazakhstan, Lord. We do specifically pray for the believers and the church leaders there, especially those pastors who are leading secret churches, and for those believers who have converted from Islam, Lord. We pray that you would protect them, that you would provide them the security they need to worship you as they will. We pray for those Muslim believers, Lord, that in the in the face of persecution, not only from the, the government, but from their family and their their a former friends in their community, God, we pray that, that you would give them protection and that you would use their proclamation of the gospel to draw their family and friends to you, Lord, that there would be more and more people coming to know who you are, repenting of their sin and putting their trust in you, Lord. We pray for um, the Christians who are beaten and imprisoned for leaving Islam. We Again, we pray that, that you would alleviate that from them, Lord, that you would provide them protection and... Uh, provide them the ability and the boldness to stand in the face of that persecution. We pray that the government would would change their attitude toward Christians, that they would no longer try to suppress or eradicate Christianity, but Lord, that you would use your gospel to draw those government officials to you and that they would begin to 
uh, write legislation to promote religious freedom for the religious minorities there, all religious minorities, not just the Christians, Lord, but that you would use that to protect uh, your followers there. And we pray for a la that radical change in the legislation that, that religious freedoms would happen, that uh, that Christians would be able to, to worship freely and boldly for your glory, Lord. And it is for your glory and in your name, Jesus, that we pray. Amen. So thanks again, guys. Thanks for watching. Thank you for praying. Thank you for, for inviting people to, to come and to join us. And if, if you have any friends that might be interested, that would be willing to pray for our brothers and sisters and who are interested in, in hearing about and being aware of what kind of persecution is going on, invite them to, to the Facebook page, to the Fifth Seal, um, and we'll get them approved and, and part of that group. Uh, or you can subscribe and share the videos from the uh, YouTube channel, The Evangelical Norm. <clears throat> also, if you subscribe, you'll get all the other podcasts that I do um, from that channel as well. So invite your friends. Thank you. Continue to pray and lift up our brothers and sisters around the world. And as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They are necessary. And until next time, Soli Deo Gloria. Thank mm -hmm. you.